Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fuck. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't They literally stay right here. Alright y'all, I am here and this is a very special show today because I believe I already did a show called The Whole Stroll a while back, some 250 episodes ago. So today's show is called The Whole Stroll 2.0 because I, I hate to give away game because I just assume that everybody was raised in the 90s like I was, you know, and had parents that were married or that, you know, um, that shown us what marriage was supposed to look like, or grandparents or something. So today is February 5th, <clears throat> 2019. Y'all, we made it. We're in the second month of the goddamn year, and I feel like January was a throwaway year, <laughs> and I feel like it was a trial basis. So I was prompted to do this show because, you know, I feel like Brown Carey Bradshaw, you know, from Sex and the City, and I feel like a lot of times I chronicle my mishaps in dating or in relationships because there is a small group of people that think that, you know, my life is perfect or that, you know, I don't have any problems. And I'm like, do y'all know I be dying on the inside? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or the shit that I go through and that you're not the only person going through this fuckery. Okay. So I do these shows to let people know, you know, I go, I too have been fucked over in life or I too have been happy or I too have experienced that. So I have to share with y'all and and it's really kind of foul, and this is the first time I'm going to actually send this link to somebody to let him know not to call my motherfucking phone no more until he gets his shit together. And the reason that I have to do that is because when I meet people, and especially in the last few years, I really, really pay attention to the vibe, and I really, really pay attention to the frequency on which you're operating. So I actually study my amours. I actually study the men that I want to date, that I'm thinking about dating, that are on my hit list. Like, you know, women used to have a list of motherfuckers that we wanted to date or hang out with or back in the day men that you wanted to sleep with, whatever. And if they was on the list and you met them, you was like, yes. And it'd be a list with people like motherfucking like Diddy or some shit on it, you know, back in the day. So when I meet a man, Right, And it's few and far between that I actually meet a man in his own atmosphere because I'm literally at work probably 100% of the time. So if I didn't meet you at my job, 
Then I met you in real life outside, and you approached me because I don't say shit to people. I just be like, you know, and I don't do clubs. I don't do I don't do any of that. I literally work every single fucking weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the one time um, that I went out, I realized on a Friday because my son had a play. The one time I went out, I said, "Damn, all these beautiful black men." and Latina men in one spot gainfully employed, if my motherfucking ass didn't have to work every weekend, I would be up in here killing them because the women were sitting on one side, the men was on one side, the women didn't look like they had too much going for them. I could be wrong. So let me tell you all what happened. So I been saw this guy. So it's not like I met him. And I've been actually talking about him positively on my show for the last few episodes because I was happy that I met somebody and I, they didn't know anything about me and it was nice having to introduce myself to this person and get to know somebody new outside of what I already knew about people. So I was very excited on the possibility of this great friendship and this great vibe, this great connection. So when I met this guy, he's very timid, very quiet, Okay, very sweet, very chocolatey, very nice, you know, just handsome, nice looking cat. Is he my usual type? No, because y'all know I'd be, I'd damn near be liking dudes that look better than me, but he's very, very attractive, chocolate drop. So tall, just everything, I told y'all, okay? But he got a motherfucking side effect. And so I allowed him to have that side effect because the, the agreement was he was going to handle that side effect. Okay, so, you know, during that time while you handling your side effect, we can hang out, we can do whatever, we can chill. But I specifically told him, I said, I'm not going to sleep with you because I feel like you need to get out there and see what's out there. And I'm not the rebound chick because he's getting out of a relationship. So I said, you need to figure out what you're going to do because I'm not the rebound chick and I will ruin your motherfucking life. Literally, and I mean that, and it's not nothing to do with sex, it's to do with the energy, it's to do with the vibes, <clears throat> and it's to do with the fact that he really is a good guy. Like, the man is sitting here telling me about, you know, his life and his situation, the man been in a bubble. I was, like, literally thanking the gods, like, where did you keep him from me in some saran wrap and just left him intact with all his morals and with all, you know, his goddamn sense, Okay. So this man calls me every day because a little well-known secret, a lot of people don't realize this. I don't call niggas. So if you ever caught my number and your man's phone or whatever, whatever, just know I wasn't calling him. He was calling me. I might have been returning a phone call or returning a text, but I don't call these hoes. I don't. I'm just busy. And if, if I just happen to look up, like today I looked up, it's 5 o'clock. Okay, so... This dude, I'm not saying he was perfect because he had his shit with him for sure and it, the side effects was going to come out. But what I said was, this dude don't got it in him to be a whole-ass Negro. He ain't got it in him to be a whole-ass nigga. He don't. I said, so I told him, I said, but you right now have a physical need that needs to be met because he's coming from a situation where he felt unloved, so he says, and he felt unappreciated, so he says, and he felt neglected, so he says. And the reason I say so he says is because I want you to sit down with your exes, and we'll, we'll all talk about this. Because I told him, I said, I could definitely see that there were some things like you're very cold, you're very, you know, when, when he's, he's very rigid. 
So he's not the guy that's going to, like, you know me, I'm a little crazy. I, you know, get excitatory in conversations. He's not that guy. You could probably punch him in his face 27 times and he ain't going to do nothing to you. He's that type of guy. He's very, you know, self-controlled, okay, which is good because I'm like, look at that. It's healthy. I need somebody that I don't feel like I have to do that with. You know, I don't feel like I need to raise my voice to talk to this person. So the man, I specifically told him, I think that you should, you know, you should get out there. You should see other people, whatever. Now, he he made a couple little mistakes along the way, which I'm assuming I didn't take offense to until I took offense to him. So first, he was asking me about one of my coworkers, okay? Um, and I explained to him, I said, oh, yeah, you know, da-da-da, she's cute, whatever. And I said, why, you want me to hook you up? And he's like, no, she's too young, okay? And that's fine, you know, but, okay, that was that was one time you asked me. So then the second time he asked me, it dawns on me that I'm like, he don't know how this young lady gets down. And if you want me to hook you up with her, I definitely will. But then I'm not going to fuck with you because I don't do shit like that, you know. So it wasn't like he was saying it like he was interested, but you didn't ask me one too many times now. So I said, well, there she go right there. Go talk to her. Y'all, after the, you know, the interaction happened, she comes back to me. She said, I don't even remember who the fuck he was. She was like, is something wrong? And I was like, no, I don't think there's nothing wrong with him. I just think that, you know, sometimes people forget that when you're on your job, y'all are all just faces. You are. So I could sit there. I could have conversation with you. I could whatever. And maybe I don't, you know, remember you as well as you remember me. We'll say that. Okay. So when he said that to me about my coworker, now this is the third or fourth time you're asking about this little girl. I will hook you the fuck up. I said, but if you do that, I want you to hook me up with your friend, Kevin. Now, I'm not going to say what the man does for a living, but Kevin is very successful in what the fuck he does, okay? And I knew, and I I saw Kevin because I actually went on this man's job to go see him, and Kevin, the other gentleman, happened to be there. We locked eyes. I went on about my business because I'm not there to see Kevin. I'm there to see this person at their job, which I talked to y'all about last week. Remember I said I was shocked. I was pleasantly surprised, you know, that I thought that he did one thing. He did something else. He was really handling his business out here in the world. So, you know, he didn't, I'm not saying that he felt a way about it, but he definitely was taken aback by me asking about this particular gentleman, because if you can ask me about my coworkers, I can ask you about yours too. Because I was just interested in trying to get to know him. And, and it's very unfortunate that, um, I saw him the other day, and he had brought me some little Nike pants that I had asked for. So I don't know what he paid for him or whatever, but I was appreciative and I was thankful. And I told you I had bought him a little $10 gift, some little soaps, some body washes or whatever, because Spirit was like, he'd be using the little soaps in the hotel. And I was like, ha, ha. And then when he told me, he confirmed that he really do be using the little soaps in the hotel when he has to travel for work. And I was like, that is gross. Don't do that. Here, take these soaps and this little, you know, this little shea butter, you know, whatever. So I was very taken aback, you know, that he's so sweet, you know, and he always wants to, you know, you want to love on him. Like, you know, when you see people, a lot of people don't realize that when you're dating, it's not that I'm looking at you to find your flaws. I'm looking at you as a man and figuring out what your blind side is to see if I can help you with that. And his blind side is that he has addictive issues with certain things that he's gotten rid of. And it's not drugs or nothing like that. 
okay? Um, but now that you're not engaging in that behavior anymore, now there's a new addiction that, that can pop in at any time. I'm not saying this pussy is addictive. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is is that the vibe is. So I would be wrong as fuck as a woman and a human being looking at you, knowing that you have that particular void and just giving you that void, okay? That would make me like Lady Heroin, and that would make me wrong as fuck, and that would make me have ill intent. So I specifically said I did not want to have no type of sexual relationship with him at the time. You know, I said, once you handle your business, you get your crib and everything is cool, then wouldn't it sound familiar, don't it? And, you know, we good then because I'm not going back into a situation where I'm being dragged around for years later and then you telling me you're going to do this and you didn't do it, right? That's not his situation. That's definitely not his situation. But their situation is done over whatever. But I just, I'm not doing that. You can go fuck with the chick at Arby's with chlamydia that can serve you curly fries or whatever it is that you're going to do. You're a nice-looking cat. But let me say this to you personally and directly, and I'm not going to say your name. I'm a grown-ass woman. And things can get extremely messy when you start having sexual relationships with people, right, and you don't know them. See, so what you didn't know is, is, is why, so while you Googling the newspaper articles or you read that article, you might have wanted to Google some other things about me, okay? And some of those other things are the fact that you're not the only person that's in a decent profile or high-profile position. I am, too, and I have responsibility to thousands of little girls all across the, the country and thousands of little boys, including my son, okay? When I first met you, there was nothing, literally nothing about you that said you was a hoe-ass nigga, a bitch-ass nigga, a grimy-ass nigga, none of that. And within the last probably 24 hours, I don't know if it was you landing in the city that you landed in or what the fuck you take me as. And I'm not offended, but y'all let me tell you where, where he fucked up. So we would joke around, right? And, he, and I definitely knew he liked me and I liked him too. But there are just certain standards as a 40-something-year-old woman that I have to have. If I wanted to just fuck somebody, I'm going to be extremely clear. I can call two motherfuckers right now, two, right now. Don't matter what the fuck they doing, come through. I can call several other motherfuckers. They'll they'll book the ticket right now. Get flued out. Choose not to have dick in my life right now because it's confusing and I get attached as far as I want a relationship, they want a relationship, but they still want to be niggas. And they don't want me to be a nigga. I'm a nigga. I, I do nigga shit. But I haven't because I'm like, when I go to do what, what the fuck I'm going to do, you're going to get your motherfucking feelings hurt. And I don't want to do that to this guy. That's why I want you to just go do what you do, and then we maintain a friendship, and I can be there for you because I've already gone through what you're going through right now. And then that's that. No, y'all. Do y'all Negroes know that y'all could talk yourself out of pussy on a daily basis? And that's exactly what the fuck he did. So... My girlfriend was telling me, yo, he probably think you don't like him because you keep telling him to sleep with other people. And I said, no, I'm, I do like him. I'm telling, I'm, I'm telling him that because I do like him. And I understand that he's a good dude. I'm a good woman. There is nowhere for that to go but up, right? And he's not in a position to give me that type of relationship right now. So I would rather you just do your thing and then I'll just see you when I see you and hang out. And I'm going to see other people because you're you, you going to do what you do. And you need to handle your motherfucking business. So 
the man talked to me yesterday, and he don't drink. Y'all listen, he don't drink. He don't really cuss. He's one of Jesus' people. And he says, what if I told you? Now, mind you, this is as soon as he get off the plane. He, You know, he driving, everything cool. And he says, what if I told you I just wanted to fuck? And I, like, looked around, like, what the fuck is he talking to? Okay, like, what the fuck's going on? And I said, well, I will tell you that that's okay, and I appreciate your honesty, but I told you before I'm not, not interested in fucking you at this time. And he was like, okay. I was just saying, I just wanted to know. I said, that's why, I t- you know, I keep telling you you need to go maybe be with somebody else because I know that that's what you need, but I'm not going to do it. I actually like you as a human being, so I wouldn't do that to you. Because niggas don't understand. There's different strains of pussy out there nowadays. Some of them got AIDS. Some of them don't. Some of them will fuck up your life. Some of them will make you fucking broke and unemployed. Like, I don't know which kind I got, but whatever kind I got is better than whatever the fuck you've been getting, which is nothing. Okay? So I hear that he's frustrated, and because of the line of work he's in, I've been there before. I'm familiar with that, so I try not to really bother him too much when he's working, whatever, because I get that, you know. And not my nigga. You're not my dude. So he calls me later frustrated because he left a meeting and he's he's on his way he didn't eat whatever and I said to him I, I had sent him a text and I said listen I only said that I want you to sleep with other people because I really think that you're a good dude and I just really feel like you need to get that out the way in order for you to start healing and then you know maybe you and I could talk about something else I said but if it was up to me and you had done everything that you were supposed to do I wouldn't want you to sleep with other people you know, because I, cause I do like you, and I realize that that sends a mixed signal. And he's like, yeah, it sends a mixed signal. And really, to be honest with you, he was like, I just want to fuck. I just want to have sex. He was like, and it don't matter what I do. And what did he say? What the fuck did he say? He said, I just want to have sex, and I don't want no attachments. And you want to be in a relationship, and that's an attachment. And I said, you know, I don't know what kind of relationship you've ever been in where you feel like it's a burden and it's an attachment, That's not the kind of relationships that are healthy, nor do I participate in. My men have always been allowed to do whatever whatever the fuck you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. Be honest. Be safe. But then when you come back and you tell me that you slept with other people or that you did something, just know I'm going to hurt your motherfucking feelings. Because, see, I'm not going to go get the nigga that work at Arby's. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go get your friend because that's not what I do. I'm going to get the exact Negro that's going to make you want to commit suicide in a bathtub by yourself. And I can get him. Okay? So, and it's not about looks. It's not about any of that. So if I'm able to identify what you need in a loving manner, don't think that I don't know what would hurt you in a hurtful manner. And that's my power. So I chose not to participate in hurting you. Because I don't want to sleep with you because I think that you're actually better than that. I think that you need to heal from some things. I think that you need to feel loved and you need to feel revered. And you're not going to find that love at the bottom of a bitch's pussy. You're not. You're not going to find that love when she roll over and asks you for $40 and $60. You know, the bottom line is, is if I would have came to you, you asked me for some pussy, okay? I would be wrong as fuck if I came to you and asked you for 383000 And you know where I got that number from, Okay. I would be wrong as fuck to do that. But then I would have to understand that there's a consequence for asking you for that. So here's the consequence. Do not call my motherfucking phone. I don't want to talk to you. You are rude and fucking disrespectful. Not since 19, probably 98, 99 has a nigga just came and just asked me for some pussy. Even young dudes know. 
I got to finesse her. I'm not saying you should have lied. I'm saying you should have shut the fuck up. You think I don't know you want to fuck? Of course, you're a man. All men want to fuck. I could be the, the fucking the dog in the street. And then I had to, you know, you made me second guess myself and made me feel like, what did I ever say or do to this man besides be nice to him to make him think that I would want to fucking sleep with you? Who the fuck are you? Look at your fucking situation. Why would anybody worth anything want to touch you in your current motherfucking situation? Silence costs money, and you can't afford it. You can't. I promise you, you can't. I was very happy to have, you know, hung out with you and just spent time with you because you have such a great energy and a great vibe. This shit that you are about to engage in and do is going to wreck your shit because it's just going to be another addiction that is going to cost you money and might cost you your life. You might fuck around and end up with a newborn. And I know I joked about that yesterday, but that's that's how fucking retarded you are in your mind right now. That's how stupid you are in your fucking head because you have to be on some type of prescription medication to have literally come out your face and told a queen, not a queen by my standards because that's what I think, but just a queen in the universe, period. I take care of people. I have my own kingdom. You literally are just a motherfucking side effect. You are literally just an extra phalange. Like you are not necessary in my life at all. I'm necessary for you because I'm coming with pure intentions. You don't have pure intentions. So you can go. And listen, that conversation may work well with a lower vibing chick or a chick that don't want nothing because maybe maybe you, you might luck up and find a chick in the exact same position you are. And then that makes y'all both two raggedy motherfuckers that didn't handle their business, fucking with each other, and everybody going to get killed. Okay? I had a situation, and I don't want to say too much about it, but I'll say this because I don't want to say how I know these people. But the Toronto Star, the Toronto Sun, whatever it's called, they did an article about a gentleman, an Asian dude that was married, and I know him. And... His wife was drop-dead gorgeous, and she was pregnant. They recently just had a baby. And he left his wife for this other chick who was, who was also very pretty. And they found her dead, stabbed the fuck to death. Uh, I think it was either last Thursday or the Thursday before. And um, they charged him with the murder. And he was all fucked up. He's in critical condition. So I don't know what the fuck happened. And I don't know what kind of dick you think you got or what kind of coochie I think I got, but I'm just telling you that's the type of shit that happens when you're messy and and when people are not in control of their emotions and when people don't handle their fucking business, okay? This shit out here is not a game. It's not a game at all. And I always tell y'all two things I don't play with. I don't play with a man's feelings and I don't play with his money, okay? I totally appreciate that you that you finally, you know, because now I'm sitting here thinking, well, did you really think that the whole time and then you just felt like blurting it out? You think I didn't know you wanted to fuck? Like, come on, okay? And you know what's sad, what's really fucking sad? You could have got the ass. You could have got the pussy. You could have. But you talk too fucking much. You talk too much. I didn't ask you to be in a relationship. I didn't ask you for nothing. 
I don't even ask you to call me every day like you do. I don't ask you to FaceTime me. I don't ask you to do nothing. I asked you for the little leggings because I was just joking, and I was like, oh, you know, and then you was like, oh, we got contracts with them, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. But you sitting here thinking that I wanted to be in a relationship with you, like, as far as, like, you're my boyfriend? Oh, honey, you got you got a long way for that. And let me say this. Black people don't really date. Let me tell you what happens with black people, and I'm trying to avoid that because I'm guilty of this too. Black people see people that they like. They hang out with them a few times. They date. They, they do some things. And then guess what happens? Next thing you know, right, the black people fucking. And they fucking the shit out of each other, right? And then they slowly but surely stop fucking with the other people that they was fucking with. And then the dude slowly but surely, while y'all fucking, he deep mid-stroke, says, you know what, I don't want you fucking other niggas. That's, that's how black men ask black women to go with them or to be monogamous. That's how they ask, okay? It ain't no, like, you know, black people don't come into the relationship and say, yeah, you know, I was really looking forward to being in a relationship with you, and they don't start the conversation with wanting to be in a relationship. And hold on, you know what, we got a caller. Let's see what this is. Caller, are you there? Yes, ma'am, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you doing? Doing well, how about yourself? I am fabulous. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from Minneapolis. You're calling from Minneapolis. You want to tell us your name? Yes, ma'am, my name is David. Your name is David? Yep. Have you called here before, David? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's my first time. Oh, okay. So what what made you interested in this show? Because I'm glad I got a man on the line because we got to talk, man. <laughs> right, no, so what, really are you, what are you hearing from this show points. so far? Yeah, no, I was actually really enjoying listening to a lot of the points you brought up. I thought you said a lot of great things that I agree with. And I thought things that kind of needed to be said. But, um, the one thing I wanted to ask you was sort of like, have you ever maybe asked yourself maybe there's more to life than just being sexually promiscuous? Like maybe there's a different way of living that's, that's better than this? Right, and that's what I'm trying to say is that I'm actually not promiscuous. So when I'm telling this dude that I don't want to sleep with him, you know what I'm saying, because of relationships that I've been in before and I just got out of a relationship, so I'm actually not promiscuous which is why I told dude, hey, you probably need to, you know, go do your thing because he's coming out of a 15-year relationship. So I said, you probably need to go do your thing, you know, and I'll, I'll hang out with you and stuff, but I specifically told him, I'm not touching you. You understand what I'm saying? I'm divorced as well, okay, but I'm not touching you because I don't have to. So I don't have to have sex. I'm not in a place in my life where sex is important to me, but it's important to him because he was in a relationship where he was not having his needs met. And I ain't talking about like a day or two. I'm talking about, you know, for a long time. Like we talking about like, to me, it's borderline abuse. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, I don't have to have sex. I'm good. I haven't had sex in months, and I'm good with that because I'm not in a relationship. But I also was very clear with this dude that if I do have sex with somebody, we go together. And he's like, what? And I'm like, well, because I'm not promiscuous. 
You know what I mean? And I feel like in your 40s, if you want to sleep with somebody, unless it's agreed to up front. So basically what I'm saying is is when he made the offer, like, oh, I just want to fuck, which came out of left field somewhere, I started having a question myself, like, did I do or say something that made you think you could even fucking talk to me like that? And I appreciate his honesty. But this is a dude that's been in a bubble for 15 years and doesn't understand that that shit worked when you were in your 20s and maybe in your 30s. Nobody in their 40s, unless they in a similar situation that he's in, is really trying to hear that. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have to say that. I know that you want to sleep with me. I get that. And maybe at some point I want to sleep with you, but it ain't right now. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I totally understand. I definitely see where you're coming from. And I agree with you 100%. I think um, I just, I don't know if you noticed this, like, society-wise. I don't know how old you are, so maybe you're maybe older and older, I'm not sure. But I just noticed that things have changed a lot, like, culturally, just in America, as far as, like, how people do things and how relationships are and how people view sexuality and all stuff. Like, now it's, I don't know how I can say this, like, imagine... A woman's vagina is like a stock, like, you know, the stock market in Wall Street. Right. <laughs> right. So so if you go back, like, 50 years, the value of it was really high. The reason the value was high, and anyone who knows the stock market understands this principle, which is the demand was greater than the supply. And so back in the day, mm-hmm. women weren't, you know, they didn't give it away like that. You have to be in a long, committed relationship. There was a lot of women that would make you wait until you got married, and that was just a common standard operating procedure, right? Unless you went to prostitutes. That was a different situation. But most rabbits were right. what it is. But now, and I think, and, and I say this, I'm not saying it's to put women down. I just, I feel like a lot of it is because the media has made women more insecure than ever before. Like, if you look at women's magazines, if you look at the commercials, you look at the media in, in general, it's like constantly designed to make women feel like you're not pretty enough or you're not in good enough shape, or your clothes are not nice enough, or your, your hair isn't nice enough, or something's wrong with you, and you need to buy their product to make yourself better, right? That's all you see. And I feel like that insecurity has then kind of gotten into women's like heart and souls, and that's led to women like having more sex in a way to kind of build themselves back up again. And they're just flooded the market with it, and that's why the value, if you look at that stock, it's completely plummeted. Because there's more supply than there's demand. Like, it's so easy to have sex these days. It's crazy. It takes no effort. Well, now let me say this. That's funny you say that. And you say you've not been on the show. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll actually see who you're talking to. And my Instagram is at miss.d.scott. So I've said this before, that when pussy got easy, love got harder. Okay? And so... I'm very aware of what my stock is. I'm a bad motherfucker, not in in looks. It's not that. It's because I'm out here, I'm handling my business, I come with the truest of intent. I don't mean nobody no harm. Now, I might fuck you up in the end, but I don't mean nobody no harm in the beginning. All my intentions are pure, which is why I always win in the end. So, And I've had very good relationships with excellent men. I will honestly say, like, I don't I don't mess with no mess. You understand what I'm saying? It's just that they were good men. They maybe just weren't good for me. So I don't mail bash, but I will check a man because there, there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now. So 
the internet happened. This cat ain't even on the internet. He's literally been in a, in a saran wrap bubble. And I was very thankful for that. And that's why I said, you know what, I'm not even going to touch this cat. And it takes a lot of power to say, I know that if I go in here, I could just take advantage of him. And he'll, and he'll, he going to be mad. Listen to his like, Oh, you couldn't take advantage of me. Everybody's going to take advantage of you right now. Cause they don't give a fuck about you. But me as a human, I see that you're not that guy. And so what he's getting ready to do is go dive into that pool of iniquity <laughs> and come out a whole nother person. You can't afford it. He, his job, you know what I'm saying? Like he just, he's not that guy. Like there are men out there that are relationship type guys. So that doesn't mean that you go into, you know, that you ain't going to have you a little something on the side. But I said that we have an issue as black people because we don't date. Black people meet each other. We like each other, right? We start hanging out. We call each other every day. All his, all his um, actions are very relationship-like, and that's what he doesn't understand. If you just wanted to sleep with me, you're not supposed to call me every day. You're not supposed to FaceTime me. You're not supposed to check in. You're not supposed to stand on your word and say, oh, I, you know, I told you I was going to call you back. I'm just calling you back because I didn't want you to think. You, you're not supposed to really give a fuck what I think. You're not. He's not built to do what he's getting ready to do. He's not built for that. But because he was deprived of certain things, he's going to be like a little kid that's hungry that never had ice cream or that never had chocolate, and he's going to go indulge, and then he's going to get sick. I tried, listen, I tried to be a hoe. I really did. I tried, like, I tried to, like, date multiple people, but when it got down to the sex thing, I can't do it. It's not in my DNA. I could have a whole phone full of phone numbers that I don't access, I don't call, and then the minute that I like somebody, my attention is 100% on that man, and that's my flaw because I shouldn't be like that because y'all don't care. Y'all will talk to three and four of us at the same time. And then I told you he made a couple of mistakes, like where he was asking me about my coworker. Now, I'm not the jealous type. I'm really not. I'm, I'm, I'm old school, Donald Goins. I'm in my 40s. You know what I'm saying? Iceberg slim. The game don't change. So you asked me about my coworker one time, okay. You asked me about it two and three times, okay. In my mind, I'm like, he don't know. You think I'm bad and I'm controlled? That little girl really ain't going to give a fuck about you. And when I asked her, did she know who you was? Because I would have hooked him up. She don't even remember who the fuck you are. So it's like you about to, and so when when he saw us at work or whatever, he was like, oh, I'm going to go say hello. And she came to me after like he was halfway retarded and was like, I don't even remember him. He's like, oh, you don't remember me? And she was like, no. So you see what I'm saying? I was embarrassed for you. And you came here to see me. You see what I'm saying? So I asked him about somebody that he worked with. And all of a sudden, the game changed. Now he's like, oh, you don't want to talk to him because da-da-da. Right, you don't like it. And he, I don't think he got it. You understand what I'm saying? He doesn't even know the basic rule like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? You could be single but be respectful. You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand where I'm coming from with that? So if you're single and I'm single, that means we just hanging out and we cool, and I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. That's what I wanted. I have no problem having male friends that I don't touch and that I don't sleep with. I don't have a problem with that. Now, when I get in a relationship, there might be a problem, but you understand what I'm saying? 
So now what do you think about that? Caller, are you still there? Sounds like we lost them, guys. But anyways, like I said, to the person that, that, that I was talking to, I feel like, you know, we could have been, you know, super cool. I'm not going to ever say we, we were going to be friends uh, for the simple fact that I don't fuck my friends. You know, if I have a male friend, I've never slept with him, ever. Not near one. And I've had some male friends over the years, okay? So I think that you had a hard time encountering somebody that has just as much class as you do, has just as much money, if not more, than you do, has just as much to lose as you do, and you encountered somebody and you spoke to me in a way that really isn't in your character, but let's just say that it was, yeah, we lost our caller. Um, let's just say that really that really was your character. Why wouldn't you just come forward with the shits, you know, up front and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? This is what, you know, this is really all I want. And then I could have told you no, like I told you four million motherfucking times, and then went on about my business. But you didn't do that. So I just feel like, you know, I'm glad you came clean if that's what you really wanted. And this is just part of the consequence of that, meaning the answer is no. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, you know, it could have been a beautiful thing. It would have been a nice friendship. And then the minute you would have did what you said you was going to do, then we could have been doing what we was doing. Literally, you was literally probably 60 to 90 days away from some ass. And you fucked it up. <laughs> like, you you fucked it up. You messed it up for everyone. And now you're just going to have to be out there in the slums with the bums, in the trenches, with no compass, listening to Negroes that probably wish that they could do what you do or wish that they were in a situation that they were in because they're unhappy in their own relationship. So you got to be careful to the people that you listen to. I don't listen to nobody. I listen to my auntie and them. <laughs> you know, my girlfriends, they have great input, but I listen mostly to my aunties and them because they done already been there. So for me, I just would prefer that you just don't call my phone. I'm going to send you this link because you're going to listen to them like, what the fuck? I'm going to send you this link. But you fucked up. Don't ever ask no queen no shit like that. And you have to discern between the the, the, the little kids and the queens. I'm not no little-ass kid. You could have never thought that by you just coming out and asking me that after 30 days of me talking to you every single day and trying to, how you doing and all that other stuff, you could have never thought that that situation, you speaking to me like that was going to be okay. Hold on. So we got the caller back right now. Caller, are you back? Yeah, sorry about that. My, my signal was Yeah, I was like, uh-oh, what right. happened? So well, basically, yeah, so basically what I'm saying about the guy is like, you know, I don't think it's wrong. I don't want him to think it was wrong for telling the truth. But I do definitely feel like he doesn't understand that when I said I'm interested in a relationship, I, it doesn't mean I was interested in a relationship with you, my guy. And it doesn't mean that, you know, uh, that all of a sudden, you know, we were going to be in a relationship. Black people relationships, like I said, they start because, you know, two people like each other. And the next thing you know, now we're, you know, now there's there's the physical aspect. And then, like I said, somebody at some point be like, okay, I don't want you messing with other people. That's how black people relationships go. <laughs> am I Am I right or wrong? I mean, it depends. I mean, people are individuals, right? So it's different person to person, but... I would just say to the to the reason that you have the problem with the brother is something that 
This is something that you see common in a lot of men, and I haven't experienced this in my own life, which is when men get in long-term relationships, what ends up happening is their self-awareness goes down. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Like when a man was yeah, single, he got in that relationship, he had more self-awareness. Like he was more perceptive on how you would perceive things, not just the way he would see things. So he'd be careful on what he would say, what he would do, how he would act, how he would look. I mean, you get what I'm talking about? There's a certain demeanor that you can tell between a, a man who's been single for a while versus a man who just came out of a long-term relationship, whether he was married or they were dating for a while. And so I think that's what's wrong with right. his brother, is that his self-awareness is completely gone, and he's not able to see himself or his actions from your perspective. You know what I mean? But I'm sure if he and had I met him before he was in this relationship, he would have been totally different. See, I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't know who he is, and I don't think he knows who he is right now because so much who he is is defined by that particular relationship. And so there's, I have actual photographs of him where, like, he just looks sad, you know, like he just looks, you know, unhappy, just like pictures that were taken when he didn't even know, you know, because, like, at his job or whatever, whatever. So for me, I mean, he's an excellent catch, but that don't mean that every broad want to catch you in the way that I did. You see what I mean? So I'm not, listen, we was just 30 days, but this is somebody I've seen in passing for years. Like, it's not like, you know, I just didn't know him at all. But what I'm saying is that I definitely think his self-esteem is down, and I definitely think he got confused and just thought, like, well, fuck it. I'm just, like, it was almost like he had Tourette's. Like, it was like, first of all, where did this come from? Second of all, duh, I know you want to try to hit. But third of all, why are you saying this now all of a sudden because you went out of town? Dude, do whatever you want to do. That's not my problem. And I told him, I said, but I promise you, you know, you, you do whatever you want to do. But I promise you, when, when it comes down to it and it's my turn, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Because, like I said, I'm not going to go choose a, the, the, girl, the guy that works at Denny's in the, in the trash bin. No, I'm going to choose somebody that's going to make me happy, but that's going to hurt your feelings because he's going to be everything you're not. One thing about me, I don't go backwards. And I have been in mostly all long-term relationships. You know what I'm saying? So when I start dealing with somebody, I'm very scared that, like, okay, is this somebody, like, especially when you're sleeping with somebody, is this somebody I want to attach myself to for two to three years? You know what but I'm saying? I, because I'd if you like, like somebody, actually, that's what you do. Like, what, are you, what is it ideally that you're looking for? Like, are you looking for someone that you can marry and have children, have a family with, or are you just, like, no. just trying to... I've already been married. I'm divorced. I already had a baby. That time has come and gone. What I said, I specifically said is, I said, I just want to be in a healthy relationship. I don't, I don't want, you know, and if it ends in marriage, that's great, but it doesn't have to. Like, I've already been married. I already did that. Marriage to me, the, I, and literally, I was just engaged, like, over the summer. And the wedding that we had planned was just basically we were going to go to the JP and then have a big-ass party. That's how much I don't care about marriage. So I'm not pressuring nobody. I'm not. I'm just telling you what I'm not going to do. You want to enter into a sexual relationship. I don't. The sex was going to come anyway. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, he messed it up. He talked himself out the pussy because right, he messed it up that. anyway. Yeah, right, you understand that. So can you explain to him how he talked himself out the pussy? I want you to explain that because he's going to listen to this show later. Well, I mean, again, like I said before, I think it's just his self-awareness. He's not probably where it used to be. And I think what, if I were to talk to him, I would just say, you know, whenever you say something to someone or you say you're trying to engage in a relationship, 
try to see things from how that person sees you. Don't just try to see the world just from your perspective. And that will help you with a lot of how you deal with people and how you relate to people. Just trying to have a different perspective while you can help. That will solve a lot of problems. And, my, and, not, and let me say this. This is a dude that I have not even tongue-kissed, you know? Like, I give him hugs and stuff like that, but, like, we have not made out. We have not, like, there is nothing about me that said that I wanted you to ask me to have sex. And, and in fact, I specifically kept a G with him and said, I prefer that you just go sleep with whoever you're going to sleep with. I'm trying to tell you. I'm just trying to be your friend right now. Like, yeah, we attracted to each other. You're a nice-looking cat. You're a good catch, but so am I. I'm very clear on that, and I'm very clear I don't have to talk to you. So that's why I don't want to talk to him no more because I don't feel because now I don't know who the fuck you are. Your actions were showing me that we was on the path to getting to know each other better and getting to that place. But I was very specific. Until you do A, B, and C, I'm really not fucking with you like that. You understand what I'm saying? So we're gonna be cool. We're gonna hang out. You know what I'm saying? Because you're a nice dude. But whatever, whatever. Right, but but to, he was the only defense, person I was talking to as well. Right, but mm-hmm. in his defense, I would say maybe you know what I'm saying. You might have done things that, in your mind, you didn't take it as flirting or showing interest, but he might have perceived it as, oh, this is, you know, a sign to him that you were feeling him like that, and he thought maybe that's where you wanted to go. No, I'm not saying that that was your intention, but you might have done something from his perspective that might have seemed that way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta give him the benefit of the doubt too. You can't just say it's like. Yeah, I understand that, and I told him, I said, I don't want to send you mixed signals. I definitely like you. But due to your situation, it's nothing I could do. You understand what I'm saying? You have to get out uh, and, and get out there and see what's out there because I said I'm not the rebound type because what's going to happen is, as I said, we're going to get together, we're going to be together for a minute, and then mid-relationship you're going to be like, oh, you know, I didn't get the chance to go out and do this, this, and this, and then you're going to do it in the middle of the relationship, and then I'm going to beat your ass, and then we're not going to be together because I warned you that you should have did that in the beginning. So if you have a woman that's telling you, listen, I really don't trip. And then he's like, well, I feel like you might be jealous and possessive. Dude, I'm telling you to go sleep with other people. What are you talking like, Sir, what are you talking about? I'm telling you I'm very confident in what I know I have to offer. And what you need right now is not something I can give you. So instead of trying to lock you down like these other women getting ready to do to him and drag him, I'm going to let you go figure out what it is that you like and what it is that you need. Because as of yesterday, like, I'm like, this is like talking to two different people. What happened when you got on the plane, your other personality came out, sir? Like, what happened? And there is nothing oh, in the way that he, he acted that like was even sexual. That basically stood huh? on the front. I mean, basically what he might have done, and I'm, I don't know the guy, so I can't say, but this is just a general speculation, just from, just from a man perspective. He might have just been running game trying to get with you, and then things might have got to the point where he just lost patience and just said, screw it. I'm going to take my shot, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I think that's what it came down to. Ah, now that sounds correct. That sounds correct. And and, and I I don't like that. So even after I told this man, you need this, this, and this, and you should sleep with other people, you know what I'm saying? And then... You know, I'm going to rock with you. We're going to hang out. But you should definitely handle your business first. And then if you're going to sleep with other people, I'm not the one for you. You should have just said, cool, and just left it right then and there. But, no, you still calling every day, FaceTiming, being sweet. You know, I got him a little gift. He had got me a little gift. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't understand that your actions 
where I thought we was in alignment. Like, I'm going to handle my business. I like her, too. We just going to hang out. We going to, you know what I'm saying? So, you don't so understand it. If you just wanted to fuck, no, no, no. If you just wanted to fuck, you're not supposed to call me every day. <laughs> if you right, just wanted I mean, to fuck, you you're not supposed to call like me that? every day. Like, is he a type Yeah, I liked him. I wasn't talking to anybody else. Okay, so then maybe he got the perception that that's what you wanted to get down to, and it was sort of like, I think maybe he thought it was a mutual understanding that at least you guys would be friends with benefits, right? Um, He couldn't have thought that because I specifically, when I heard his situation, specifically on the first date, told him, I will not touch you. When he told me his situation, and I don't want to put his business too much out there, I said, oh, I'm not the person to touch you then. You're going to have to sleep with a couple of people before you get to me because I said that's not, th- th- that's not going to work for me. First of all, you need to handle your business. But second of all, that, that's not you in a bad spot right now. So you need to take that out on other people, not me. You understand what I'm saying? So he knew from day one. What do you mean he's in a relationship with someone else? What do you mean? He he's 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 coming out of a relationship with someone else, but he's coming out of a relationship where the nicest way I can put it is he was untouched for a very long time. I don't want that. To oh, me, that's I too see. easy. So that's okay. You understand so then, what I'm saying? Right, but I mean, do you he know for sure that he was unloved for a long time? time? What do you but say? I mean, he told you he wasn't with anybody else during that time. Correct. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't believe that. I mean, come on. Are you telling me that he didn't? You know what's crazy though? I actually, because when I sat there and asked him what happened, what what deteriorated his relationship, he told me, and I was like, "That's it, okay." So he was like, "No," he's like, "I never cheated," and I believe him. And I'm pretty good at reading energy, but now I'm like, "Shit, the nigga that showed up yesterday on the phone might be the same nigga." I don't know. Now I don't know. You know, because when I say he talking about, we ain't talking about no couple of months. We talking about a very long time. That is wrong as hell of me to touch this man, and he's been unloved for so long and unappreciated for so long. That would be, it's just, do you understand what I'm saying? I said it would be wrong of me. That's, that's right. like literally not even taking candy from a baby. That's like stepping on an ant in the street. It's easy to do. I, I don't want to be the person to do that. You understand what I'm saying? You need to go have you some meaningless sex and just trick off a couple dollars on some girls that work at Denny's or Arby's or a teacher or whoever it is that you like. Get it out <laughs> your system because it's it's not going to sit right with him. Because if he's... Yeah, because that's the type of girls that's going for that. I'm not going for that. Ain't no girl... Listen, and there are women that want to have sex with the benefits and with no attachments and shit like that, but it's going to cost you. So either it's going to cost you your peace, it's going to cost you your time, it's going to cost you some money, okay? I don't want to do that to you. And then my fear is that, you know, because you've been unloved for so long, the first sign that somebody shows you that they care about you or that they like you, you're going to be fully invested. That's too easy for me. I don't want that. I want somebody that's on the same chakra level I am as far as not just relationships are concerned, but where we are mentally, I mentally don't have a need to be loved because I'm loved every single day. And it may not be from a man or whatever, but I'm I'm genuinely loved. So I don't I don't seek men out to get love or to get some type of right, physical right. gratification cuz yeah, I'm good. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I know what you mean. Now, 3 years ago, what would you say? 
No, I, I know what you mean. Now, it's three years ago, I did that. seek out that kind of relationship, and it ended disastrously because you have two people that were both hurt, that were both in pain, that fell in love with each other, and then the end was completely disastrous. I don't speak to any of my exes right now because it was, you know, when we break up, it's so bad, you know, and then there has to come a level of forgiveness. He is getting ready to go through something right now, and I don't want to be around for it, but not only do I not want to be around, you're not going to drag me into this. And so when you have somebody that's been unloved for a very long time and you're trying to show them love, not fall in love, but show them love because that's how I am, the hugs and how you doing and just, you know, self-care things. There's, oh, you know, man. Now do you I'm understand like, what I'm saying? Like you so, okay, can I just break it down to you? Like, this is, just, you know, this is okay. for every woman in the line here. Because I think sometimes women don't seem to understand the situation between women and men. And I'll use an analogy, right? So men are like grizzly bears, right? Women are like salmon dipped in honey. And mm-hmm. when, when you've got salmon dipped in honey walking around grizzly bears, what is that grizzly bear thinking? Or he wants to just jump he all over, eat it. right? Exactly. Why? Well, right. Society, we, you know, and, and men have this problem a lot because they go to work and they work with a lot of women, and a lot of women are kind of flirtatious at work, but they understand that men can't cross a certain line without, you know, HR getting called. So men have this weird situation when dealing with women. And so a lot of women don't understand that when you get too flirtatious with a man and you get in too much contact with him, that grizzly bear will start to do grizzly bear things. You get what I'm saying? Okay. All right. It's not natural for a, if any woman, if you're dealing with a guy, and let's say you don't want to date him, you're not trying to have sex with him, then you should not be doing things like getting close to him, hugging him. You know what I mean? No, Aging I do want to date him. I was very specific with him. I said you would be it. Pimp game just laid down if you were not in the situation that you were in because I already know how that situation is going to play out, and I don't want no parts of it. I don't want to be involved. You need to clear your head. So I specifically from day one told him I was not going to sleep with him. And here's the thing. He never even tried. I've never tongue kissed this dude. I've not nothing. So that's why I don't understand. Now, that analogy makes sense because I always say this. A man is going to be a man. What'd you say? But you did flirt with him, didn't you? You said you gave him hugs. Of course. You guys would be hanging out. Yeah. That that doesn't count, though, right? Yeah, like I go, you know, see him when he's at work. You know, he hangs out. You know, he'll come see me at work, stuff like that. Exactly. That's my point. Like, that may not be flirting from your perspective, but from No, it is. I'm very clear what I'm doing, showing interest. Exactly. So for the grizzly bear, all he's got to do is smell a little bit of salmon and honey, and then he's already in. I mean, he's locked in. Now, you may not be thinking that. You may, like you said, just be friendly or trying to keep things at a certain distance, but he's not going to see that. He, all he's thinking is, because remember, men are hunters, right? So men operate on that mindset. When they see a weakness or see an opening, that's what happens when you make yourself available, you make yourself vulnerable. Now he's targeting you, and now his mission is to catch his prey. I'm not saying that in a negative right. way. I'm just saying that's how but I already t- No, I, listen, I have listened. This is old school pimp game. This ain't nothing new to me. What I'm saying is, is that your actions stated like it was, now I'm not saying it was going somewhere, going somewhere, but what I'm saying is, is that if you really was 
your actions are not matching what you're saying. Of course I was flirting with him. Of course we send each other like little selfies and cute stuff like that. Of course I speak to him every day. He calls me. I don't call these cats. You understand what I'm saying? Because you need to handle your business. You at work. I'm at work. We have businesses to run. But what I'm saying is, is that, of course, it was literally like we're dating, right? And I have to remind him you know, you got what you got going on. I'm not your girlfriend, but I'm here. You understand what I'm saying? He asked me, are you seeing anybody else? No, because I'm not. And I'm very vocal about that. If you go back and you listen to the two shows, I was very smitten with him. So what I'm saying is is that he doesn't understand that we was on the same frequency. And then what did you do yesterday? You opened your big fat mouth and the nigga came out. And you were just better off just not saying that because I already told you I'm not going to sleep with you until you handle your business. That could have been 30 days from now, 60 days. It really was dependent upon you because I understand that men are hunters. He also doesn't understand the concept that men dictate relationships. I don't ever go to a man and say, what are we? Nope, we will do this for 47 years until you tell me what it is or I have the opportunity to walk away. I'm never going to go to a guy and say, well, you know what's going on. You come and you're supposed to tell me, and then at that point when you say, I don't want you to see other people or, you know, let's take this to the next level, I have the opportunity to decide at that point, do I want to, to continue? So I feel like yesterday he gave me the opportunity, since his grizzly bears, you say, came out, and I don't accept because now if that's what you want, then I'm not the person to give it to you, and now you make me feel stupid because I specifically told you that from day one, 30 days ago. I okay. told you I'm not well, doing that. So so I don't know if you thought I was. First of all, he ain't never even been alone with me nowhere. <laughs> okay, well, okay. What did you say? You said that he listening to the show, right? Yeah, I'm going to send this to him so that he know okay. not to call me for a while. So, Okay, so let's just say it like this. This is for his perspective, right? So let's say, what does he have to do from your perspective to get in a position where you two would either, I don't know whether it be hookup or date or whatever, what does he have to do to get to that point where you would be willing to consider it? Well, he was already getting there. All he had to do is shut up and play his position and do what you said, you, what you told me he was going to do on day one. Okay, and all he had to do, this person that showed up yesterday because he got off a plane somewhere else, I don't know him, and I don't like him, and he going get to you, get you in your feelings hurt. At this point, I don't want to talk to him because at this point, I don't have to deal with that. If I'm approaching you and treating you kingly like you a king because that's how I start everybody off at 100%. I don't subscribe to the philosophy, all, all these niggas, nature. I don't do that. I, it, no matter what my ex did to me, you don't deserve whatever backlash he, he got. I start everybody at 100%. This man was at 100%, held at 100% for about two weeks, and he dropped down about 90% when he kept asking about my coworker. Then he got his feelings hurt. Then, you know, he dropped down to about 32% yesterday, just coming out and saying that and saying, oh, I don't want no attachments. Nigga, I told you. Like, you get what I'm saying? I told you this. 
what you should be doing. And he has no finesse about it, no nothing. Of course, I'm very right. clear that you wanted to sleep with me at some point. I would never enter into a relationship and say, oh, that person, they don't want to sleep with me. I am a woman. I have one of my best friends as a dude, and I've never touched him. But make no mistake, do you think I'm going to go skinny dipping in the middle of the ocean at midnight with, with you know, shea butter all over my body, butt-ass naked, and think that he ain't going to look? He's a man. That's my best friend. I ain't never touched him. So this dude is no different. You're a man. Of course that's what you want to do. But if I'm telling you, and I literally had just told him, look, you know I like you, you know. I said, but you're a good dude. But based on your situation, I can't touch you. It's just it's, it's, not, it's not in my morals, so to speak, to do that to you. That, you know what it's right. like? It's like meeting an 18-year-old. And you, it's like some R. Kelly shit. It's, it's like she's, you know, you meet an 18-year-old girl and you 30-something years old. You wrong as hell for touching that girl. I don't care how bad she is, whatever. You know that girl don't know nothing what you know. You know she does And you wrong for touching her. So that's how I feel. Not that he's a little kid. Hmm? Okay, well, what I'm saying is, let's say best-case scenario, how would you play now in the way that you want like? What I wanted to happen, this is what I wanted to happen, okay? In a perfect world, I always use this example. In a perfect world, me and him would have kept hanging out, kept FaceTiming, kept talking. And we didn't see each other every day. We saw each other a couple times. But, you know, we would still be talking. I would still be involved. You know, how was your day today? Because this is how our conversations go, very sweet. And he would be doing the same thing. In a perfect world, I had something planned that we could have went and did for Valentine's Day just on some chill shit because I know ain't nobody else going to do nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? Me, a woman, I'm not concerned with what I get. I just was trying to show him some love. That could have went on for months, months, just hanging out, enjoying each other's company, okay, hugging and, 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 you know, going to movies and doing stuff like that. And then dating, right? That means when I go to Vegas, you really don't get to ask me where I'm going, who I'm doing it with, whatever, whatever. But if you do ask me, I'm going to tell you the truth and tell you, hey, I was out with Larry or I was, I was doing this. Because I'm single. You're not. You understand what I'm saying? Okay? So in a perfect world, he would have did what he said he was going to do, got himself together 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever, because it ain't going to take that long. And then I would have been at your crib and we would have been doing what grown people do because we like each other. We've already established a foundation that there was a mutual, uh, like a mutual liking to each other. Okay. And then that's that. Like normal people. This was not okay. a situation because so I was I, like, I got well, you. I got you. So that, that was best case scenario. So now I'm saying now in light of what happened and based on the situation we're currently in, what can he do going forward to get things back on the right course again? Well, he can't. He need to go, okay, what he needs to do, and I'm going to say this, and it's it's fucked up because, you know, I don't have that much time to waste. I don't waste years with cats that didn't know what they wanted and was confused and whatever. He's going to need to take his whole stroll. And the reason I call this show the whole stroll is I wrote a book called Daniel Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess. It's on Amazon and Kindle. And in that book I described that women or men, if you don't get that out your system before your marriage, you're going to take your whole stroke during your marriage. Or you're going to take it after your marriage. Now you're the old dude in the club with the higher bottoms on. Or you're the old lady in the club with the gut, you know, drinking Moscato. He needs to go figure out who he is as a single man. Because it's very different. You understand what I'm saying? 
who you are in a relationship. And when he figures out who he is and maybe gets chlamydia and ends up at the doctor's or he gets, you know, burnt by one of these little girls or somebody run through him and take his money, you know, hopefully he has a pleasurable experience and he gets to have threesomes and do whatever it is he needs to do to get it out of the system. And then once he realizes that in the morning you're still the same dude that really just wants to connect to somebody and be loved on, then when you when you realize and you get that out your system because your physical need is now met because you are a man, then maybe you can call me in 2020. Okay, because I'm not I'm not sleeping with nobody behind a girl that work at Arby's, Shoney's, somebody's teacher's aid. I'm I'm not doing that. I don't have to. I could be single forever. That that don't matter to me. <laughs> I have been loved. I have been liked. And I'm I'm perfectly okay. My love tank is full. I'm not out here looking for nothing from these men. All I ask for is to have respect. And I don't think nobody has ever asked me to straight up fuck since 1999. That was 20 years ago. Because that's okay. the audacity. Who like? <laughs> and right. the funny no, thing is, is he doesn't know. Correct. What'd you say? Yeah, I understand. You didn't come correct, and I, I get. It. I know women like you said earlier. Women like a man who. You know, you got to be able to, I don't know how to finesse it. You got to know how to talk. You got to, you know, I get what you're saying. I mean, it might work with somebody else. I hope it does. It probably is. He could be sleeping with somebody right now because I think he knows that he fucked up because I ain't talked to him all day. Or he's embarrassed or he's just like, fuck her. I I don't know. But I just wanted to be clear. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk because this is going to turn into a situation that I had already been in, and I'm not doing that. You understand what I'm saying? And then I'm trying to explain to him because he doesn't even understand how sex works. And I said to him, I said, when you are sleeping with somebody consistently, because we live in the same town and mostly I do long distance relationships. And I said, when you, let me just explain to you, it's not about how good I think my sex is or anything like that because I'm terrible, I'm trash, whatever. Okay, I don't know. The bottom line is that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that you don't really have a choice when you like somebody and then you start sleeping with them. The sex is supposed to be the icing on the cake. It's not supposed to be the defining feature that keeps the relationship together because it will never work. So that's what I was trying to save him from saying to him, like, look, I'm not worried about you going and sleeping with other people because you're not going to connect with those people. But... If you were in a situation where you did connect with them, that would make sense because you're giving your soul to somebody else on a consistent basis. You are your most vulnerable when you're having sex. And so what I was trying to tell him was that I think you're more important. You could be more important to me in life than just somebody that I sleep with. I could sleep with anybody. I can call two cats right now. <laughs> and then another right, two to get fooled out. Would have an, I don't think he would have an emotional attachment to you just off of having sex. Because that's not how men don't view sex through an emotional connection thing. It's just a physical thing. I mean, there might be some men like that, but most men, I mean, I know myself, they don't they don't view it as like a connection with somebody. Right, but what I'm saying to you is, is I'm talking about my sex. I'm not in there just playing around. I'm trying to snatch your whole soul out. I'm I'm not in there like oh I don't you know like I don't do this. I like you, so I'm gonna show you. You see what I mean? And you're not going to get away with having that type of connection with somebody and then just like, oh, the next day you don't like me. It has never in the history of niggerdom went down like that. I'm well, scared I mean, maybe to touch just haven't dealt that, with That's the, how bad. The, like, I'm like, scared. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, no, I mean, that, that shouldn't be possible because when you have, when men and women have sex, 
It's the man who's exerting his force on the woman. It's not the other way around. If the woman's yeah, okay. exerting her force on the man, it's like, what is, is that even? I mean, is he even a man at that point? That's why I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't know. know. Men have Sir. an emotional connection <laughs> from sex because it's like, Sir, from a woman's all I'm saying is, is that. Right. All I'm saying is, is that I'm not going in a room just because physically I need to get laid. I'm going into a room because I like this person. I want to add on to what we're already doing, and I'm trying to connect with him on a spiritual level. It's a spiritual experience for me. That's why I can go two years without sex. It don't really matter to me. But then when I get it, we getting it every day. Ain't no, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I like you, I lo- or I love you, or I like you, and it's happening every day. So when you start increasing the frequency to which you, you're sleeping with somebody, and, and, and I said earlier in the show, he already had some addiction issues with some other things. This is a very bad recipe waiting to happen, and it wasn't drugs. But you understand what I'm saying? Are you talking about pornography? No, 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 no. When you take one addiction away, you understand what I'm saying? Something has to replace it. And I specifically, this is the part that I'm leaving out because I'm trying not to tell his business. Well, I specifically said I don't want to be the next addiction because you took one thing away and he don't drink and he don't, you don't, he don't participate in none of that. Church type oh. dude. So you get where I'm going with this. Like I would oh, be wrong about as cigarettes? hell. Huh? You're talking about cigarettes or what do you mean? No, 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 no. He was doing some shit that, you know, that, that he really didn't have no business doing. I don't think it was that big of a deal, but it ended up being a big, big deal in his relationship. The bottom line is, is that he stopped doing that. Oh, he was masturbating. Okay. No, hell no, hell no. N- nothing then, then sexual. It's not even anything sexual. No, oh, it, he, he had a problem. Well, there are okay, all so kinds of addictions. And it's not alcohol. No, no, it's not drugs, it's not, it's not sex, it's not none of that. Not pornography, no. it's nothing sexual related. No. Nope. Then what could it possibly be that's that bad? Um, it's just, it was something. But uh, but what I'm saying is, is that even if it was drugs, even if it was alcohol, what do we know that they do? When you take one addiction away, when people stop smoking cigarettes, what do they usually do? They start eating, Right. Because it was a oral fixation. When people stop drinking, what do they typically do? They either go and start getting into the gym real heavy, real heavy, real heavy, or they start eating, or they replace it with something else. And so my fear for him is that he took one addiction away, right? I'm, you know, I don't want to be the next addiction. And I joked to him, like, yo, this ain't what you want, because I already know, you know, that it's not it's going to end bad like i see it i can feel it if i jump into this with you i would rather i'm listen what girl you know and then he's like oh you seem like the possessive jealous type i said sir what woman do you know is telling you to go sleep with other people you not my dude go do whatever you want to do okay do whatever you want to do i'm just not going to be the person to do it i'm not going to have that kind of blood on my hands you know what i'm saying Touching you, knowing that you've been unloved for so long, and you're lacking in so many areas just as a man, and coming from a home where I had my mother was married and I, my father and I seen their relationship, I know what you need, but I'm not going to give it to you because it's going to end disastrously and because you need to be free for a little while. But don't ever fucking talk to me like that because we are not little kids, and now if I was going to do something with you, I'm not touching you, sir. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? 
He talked right. himself right up out of it. All he had to do is just chill. Do what you say you're going to do and just, you know what I'm saying, keep it breezy. You know? Right. No, Call me be like, yo, I did what I said I was going to do. Hmm? No, I was just saying, unfortunately, that happens to a lot of men. You know, like their girl likes them. Because you know how they say, like, a woman within the first five minutes of being a guy knows whether or not, you know, he's a guy. Yeah, it's called the blink theory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then what happens? I write about that, too. Right, and I think you you nailed it. So basically, a man can talk his way into it or talk his way out of it. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. a lot of men talk their way right out of it. And, you know, it's a mistake a lot of men make, so... I'm not going to probably talk to him again until I find find out he's been hospitalized for some type of, you know, pneumonia or something. Like, I'm not, like, now you have to suffer because I tried to shield you from all that by being your friend and by being cool with you, breaking my rules. You understand what I'm saying? And I don't, and there's a very huge reason I wouldn't touch him. You know what I'm saying? So it's not because I don't, you know, I don't want to. It's just my my moral compass will not allow me to do that. And he's going to say, like, oh, I'm not easy and, you know, I'm still this. Dude, you ain't, you've been out the game for 15 years. <laughs> There's some stuff going on now, okay? Women are taking charge when they go in that room. Women are handling their business. You really don't, you can't say that you're bringing something to the table and a woman already got her own table. So if I don't need you for nothing else, and I don't even want you for the physical aspect, you should have just enjoyed that. Because there's a lot of cats that didn't get away with talking to me without going to the Versace store, without flying me somewhere, without doing this. I just was trying to enjoy your company. You know, you need a friend. I don't. I'm sorry? What are your thoughts on feminism and the effects it's had on society? I'm not a feminist. I'm a traditionalist in in all actuality. You know, my my grandparents come from Alabama. Every you know, I come from a pack of wives. So I don't come from this whole notion that like I don't touch the garbage. I don't open car doors. I don't touch doorknobs. I don't pump my own gas. I don't. I don't. So you know, and and that's just how it is. However, traditionally, I go out and work. I have several businesses. I work, you know, a regular job. I, You know what I'm saying? I went through my divorce. We're raising our son. You know, so my ex-husband, he's remarried to his third wife. It is what it is. So I'm more of a traditionalist than I am a feminist. You know, and I believe men should be men and women should be women. So I'm never going to fault a guy for being a man. But in this situation, that mouth, there's a consequence for that because I don't know why it is that you thought that you could talk to me like that, but everybody else in the United States of America know not to talk to me like that. And I think it shocked me because here I am, and I had just told him that I liked him. You know, I said, listen, I like you. I I really do. You know, obviously, I talk to you every day, whatever. And he calls me, you know, because I don't want to bother you. Like I said, I don't know your schedule. But I don't, he doesn't understand how this, this game is about to be when he get out here. He don't get it. He don't get it from asking me about my coworker. I will give her your number, and y'all can figure it out, and I guarantee you she's going to run you through the mud. And on top of that, she ain't going to touch you. She like white dude. <laughs> and I, nah, I didn't tell him that, but I'm just like, you didn't even have a chance, and you up here asking me about her. And even though it might have been innocent, you understand what I'm saying? As a man, if you asking me something more than once, you curious. Go be curious. Yeah, but, I mean, but then if you have that, you can't talk to me. Or is she white? Huh? 
No, she's black. Oh, but she prefers white guys. Correct. She prefers a lot of things. That's how I knew that wasn't going to work, huh? Why? Because they're easier to dominate? No, because she just, that's her thing, you know? But what I'm saying is, is that, and she's younger. So my whole thing is, you could try that, but I'm not going to hate on her. If you want to try, oh, no, 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 that's not what it is. And he's got it in his head that he thinks he wants a young chick. Because he was like, well, I could get me one of these young girls right because young girls ain't going to put up no fight. But I said, but let me tell you something. There's young girls out there that's videotaping stuff. They crying, right? There, there's just a lot of problems with you targeting a specific genre of women instead of just targeting what you like. Right, exactly. The you women today, I mean? they're out there. That's the bottom line. If you've got anything worth anything. Right. And, and listen, out. I'm going to be honest with you. He might spend it because that might be his new addiction. I don't know. But I know I tried to be nice to these hoes, and then it backfires because, you know, it's like I should have just treated you like I treated people back in the day. But I realized that's not right, you know, and left it at that because you missed out on a lot of good guys being mean to them. But then when I'm nice, they ask me shit like, hey. I, and he literally wait, said wait. it just like this. He's like, what if I just. Well, how, how old hmm? is this guy? How old is this guy? He's in his 40s. Oh, he's in his 40s? Okay. I'm yeah. Like ain't, that, ain't that crazy? Oh, that's no, he in his 40s. Oh, so he's like one that's of the old dudes going through like a midlife crisis type thing. Wow. That's For crazy. sure. Now wow, you I see why that. I wouldn't touch him? Right. No, I got you. Yeah, I, I understand. Now, yeah, I see what you mean. He's going to be one of the old dudes going to the club, you know, trying to get at these young girls. And he's gonna, yeah, wow. That's going to be awkward, man. And finna be embarrassed. <laughs> right. No, I, yeah, like you said. And listen, it's different for women because... I, you know, I dated a younger guy that was nine years younger than me. And listen, you would have never known he was younger until it was time to do grown people shit. And then it was like, okay, wait a minute. He's still, you see what I mean? But I ended up having a pretty successful relationship with the person, but it ended, it ended very badly. So I don't even look at the age. I don't, I don't look at none of that. But am I going to go and target and say I only talk to young dudes? No. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's not fair. Yeah, I, I talk to whoever I like. Right. And uh, if I could ask you, now, this is a totally different subject altogether, but I don't know if you have the time to mm-hmm. make it do you, uh, do you believe in God? Of course I do. Uh, hmm? Hello? Hello? Yeah, I believe in God, but I also have a theory that we are all gods. And that's why it makes it very difficult for me to be mean to people anymore because I believe that we are all walking gods, from the homeless man in the street to whether it's a prostitute, whatever. We are all some level of God. And therefore it makes it easier for me not to punch people in their damn face because I used to be extremely violent back in the day um, for being disrespectful. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're looking at this person and you're like, even an alcoholic, Bacchus, was 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 the god of wine. We're all gods in some kind of way, and so I feel like that's I wouldn't talk to you like that because I I see the god in you, right? So you couldn't see the queen or the god in me, and that made you ask me that dumbass question after I specifically already told you I'm not doing it, and I'm doing it for your own good. I even told him I'm not doing this for your own good. It's literally too easy, and he doesn't understand. Now do you understand? Okay, so if you're a man and you've been good, and you did everything the way the Bible told you to do it, 
and it didn't work, right? Now you're in a position where you're like, man, fuck that Bible. I'm just, I'm going to get out here and I'm going to be ratchet. But guess what? It's not in your DNA to do it, right? So if I know that and I know who you are, right, the type of person you are, I'm wrong, you understand what I'm saying, if I engage you in that type of behavior because that's not who you right. really are. I, I do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. So. Yeah. So I'm functioning from a, a from a godly place in the sense of I'm showing you mercy. I'm showing you that, yes, you're hurt. It, as a man, it must feel horrible to have somebody that doesn't give a damn about you in your face. And then you have this other girl or other women that are asking you how your day was. Did you eat? You need something to eat, getting you little gifts and shit like that. Listen, I'm a very given person. I give too much. I have to pull myself back from doing for people, whether it's family, whether it's my boyfriend, whether it's it's whomever, right? So it's very difficult for me to have to watch somebody that deserves everything literally get nothing, and now you just on like a a magic carpet ride to burning hell. Not that he's going to go to hell for 4K, no, not that, but because you're going to make the wrong decision. All men need a female friend. And if it's not a female friend, it's a sister or somebody that they can confide in from the opposite sex that's telling them that's raggedy or you shouldn't do that. Y'all men don't give each other the best advice sometimes. And I can hear somebody else speaking when he said that because that wasn't him to just blurt that out. Or like you said, maybe it was him and he just was holding it in and just said, screw it, I'm going to just take my shot. But you failed. And now I don't want to talk to you because not, I don't, it's not that I feel disrespected. I just feel like I don't know who you are. I can't gauge you right now, so I'm not going to take the time. I'm not going to waste the time to even try to figure out what type of person you was because you were doing so good, and then all of a sudden this pops up. And so I understand that you have a physical need, but we grown here. We don't talk to people like that. That's like me asking you for some money. You would be very offended. Like, wait a minute. You know, can I get right. 384000 You're going to be like, what the fuck? Right. But you would just ask me for my stuff, right? That's wrong. So I just feel like he should do whatever he needs to do, and I feel like he should not call me until 2020. And not because I'm mad, because I'm not mad. I could see him in the street and be like, hey, what's good? Glad to see you, all that other stuff. But I just feel like you have to go through some things, and I can't hold your hand through that. Right, so because you lost you your mind. Like a man in his 40s that married a six-year-old girl and had sex with her when she was nine. Well, I know in some religious sect something that did that. I mean, people that did that. So in a religious sense. So that's what I'm saying is that obviously that's not okay. Right. You're referring to Muhammad, right? Correct. That's who you're referring to, right? Right. I just wanted to put that right. on the Oh, honey, I'm I'm very well versed. My friend is one of the the the, the leading uh, people in the five percent nation from upstate New York, Saladin uh, Kanala. That's my god brother. So I'm not five percenter, and I don't claim any religion, but I do believe in God. I believe in all of them, you know. And I do believe that. But the, the bottom line is this: if I treat everybody like they're a god, male, female, homeless, rich, whatever. It keeps everything into perspective because it doesn't allow for my intentions to be bad. When my intent, when your intentions are bad, it don't matter what religion that you believe in. You could be a Satanist. If your intentions are bad, the whole thing is gonna blow up. And so when right. he's coming from a lower chakra, and he's 
Wouldn't it be better to frame it instead of saying everybody's gods that there's one that God who created everything and God just made us I agree with that. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. But I believe in all the gods. So I believe in you. I believe that there is one person that created that. Okay. But I also acknowledge that on a daily basis, we acknowledge other gods too. People that are reading their horoscope, you don't think that Aries is a god? He is, the god of war. You see what I mean? So just like but people I, say I, like, oh. I wouldn't oh, read the horoscopes or go to the horoscopes because I know that there's not true. Right, but some people do So they don't understand that you being a super Christian Or whatever it is that these people do You're acknowledging other gods as well So just like I acknowledge gods I acknowledge when there's negative energy Or demonic spirit going around too Because the reason that people are able to function in lower vibes Is because they don't acknowledge that there's demons that exist In alcoholism, in drug addiction, in sexual addiction, in gambling Those are all lower vibrational things so because I acknowledge but, but what my weaknesses tamper, are, what would you say? Yeah, but when you tamper with certain things, like, for example, when you open yourself to certain things, whether it's, you know, uh, new age or cult-type practices or engaging in chakras and Eastern philosophy mm-hmm. and Eastern practices, you open yourself up to demons. I don't know if you know this or not. Because a lot of those... Oh, I'm very clear. are demonic. Like, if you study the... Oh, research, I'm very clear. Okay, so you know that those mm-hmm. people were worshiping demons, but they weren't even hiding. They may mm-hmm. not say it. It depends. They don't say it. It the depends. Western version. Oh, it didn't depend. If you go and study the ancient parts of it, the one, the real ones, from where they came from, they were worshiping demons, flat out. It's not even. A but here's fact. what I'm saying: any time that you do something from a lower vibration or a lower vibe, you're worshiping a demon too. So since no, none of us are perfect, I acknowledge. My demonic presences and keep it moving. And say, That's you know what? You know how, how they say the devil is a liar? Right? You know how they say the devil is a liar? Niggas be lying too. You see what I'm saying? So I don't acknowledge one and then don't acknowledge another. So, yes, I believe in God, but I also, and, and let me say this. Because of that belief in God, that's why I will not touch this man. And I'm, I'm hoping that you get my drift with what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? Because no, of my moral compass and my belief in God, I will not touch this dude until he handles like, his business. Saying like, a, like, what's your name, if you don't mind me asking? Denise. Denise. Okay, so if I say to you, instead of calling you Denise, I say you're married. And then tomorrow I call mm-hmm. you Rebecca. And the next day I call you mm-hmm. Michelle. Now, how would you feel about that? Well, first of all, you would never call me Michelle because... <laughs> That's a funny situation. My cousin's name is Michelle. But um, it, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm acknowledging that there is a larger force out in life, I don't think God minds what we call him as long as we are making sure that we're following in his footsteps and being merciful and showing pity and showing love. Love is the highest vibration that there is. So as long as I'm leading with love, that's God's way, right? Uh, not right? necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, okay. let's just be, let's be clear. I'm just saying, like, for example, like you, you said you have a your relationship with both your parents, right? Your mom and your dad? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, so how would your dad feel if you were calling somebody else your dad? If you went around and called your mother? Well, that's dad, crazy hey, that you say that because that actually happened with my mom when my father got remarried. It doesn't matter 
you know, as long as I believe, you're never going to get me to change my belief system because I've already gone through the belief system. I grew up in the church. All of my uncles are preachers. I'm talking about Alabama preachers. And just for the record, I'm actually also ordained as well, but I'm not an evangelist. I'm not that. Okay? But I do make sure that I educate people on all of the aspects of religion, not just Christianity, not just Muslims, not just five percenters, not just any of that. You understand what I'm saying? So your question about religion and things like that, I think this is what also brought this man to this point because he believed that things were supposed to be a certain way. And then when they're not, who does he get mad at? I'm not saying he's mad at God, but he's definitely had it with that ideology and that notion that left him in a situation that was unloved, right? Well, so no, that's, that's why, problem. back to because, that, because then because we got to get rid of that in the show. No, he you knew God, and he did no, what he, he was supposed to do, but he made a mistake. No, no, no he made a mistake. No. For example, you said it, you said it yourself earlier. Really, you talked about how you knew that you were loved. Therefore, you, didn't, you don't go to men looking for love from men. You don't need Correct. men to give you love, right? You said that earlier. That's the same true with Correct. the grace of God. For example, as myself right mm-hmm. now, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't look for a woman or another man, any human being, to give me that love and that security within. I get that from the Lord, because I know the Lord. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, this guy didn't know the Lord, because if he did, he wouldn't. His love or the peace and the joy that he had wouldn't have been fluctuated depending on his circumstances. It would have been solid because it would have came from a source outside of people. Nah, I'm going to have to disagree. I think that he bought into the notion that he was allowed to make mistakes within his relationship, within his marriage, within whatever. And when those mistakes were not forgiven, which is in your Bible what it says you should do, right, and he was penalized for them for a significant amount of time, I think I probably would lose a little bit of faith in marriage too. And I might want to go out and sleep with the girl that makes my fries at Arby's. I don't know. And I'm not sticking up for him, but because I get that where he was in an institution that failed, he does not want to repeat that. But unfortunately, because he does know God, he is not the type of man that is going to be that stray for too long, if he strays at all. You understand what I'm saying? He is functioning from a lower level right now because he feels like, He did what he was supposed to do. He apologized. He made amends. He did everything he was supposed to do, and it didn't work. And no, he didn't cheat, by the way. He didn't, you know, according to him, he didn't cheat. That wasn't what the issue was. It was the addiction that he had, and then it went bad. So, guys, we're going to go ahead, and we are going to end the show with – I just like this song, and every time I hear it, it makes me feel good. And then let let me get to some things also. Tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of um, our girl Shan uh, passing away, and I want to definitely, you know, put that out there that I remember vividly, you know, when it happened, and we still have the play transitions getting ready to come out, and it just seems like it was just yesterday, but... You know, it wasn't. And then also I want to send a shout-out to my girl, Jenny. You know, happy birthday, baby girl. Uh, she's battling stage four cancer down in Alabama. Uh, she was my good, good friend from uh, Florida. And so that's why I always tell y'all, check on your friends. 
you know, even if it's just here and there. And I'm actually getting text message right now, y'all, from a blast from the past. So y'all know I had a best friend of 20, you know, actually 30-something years. You know, she was right up there with Kendra. And right before my mom passed away, we had some disagreement over my mom, I think. And then, you know, when my mom passed subsequently months later, we ended up just not speaking anymore and just had a little bit of a falling out not speaking. That went on for six years. So I actually got a chance to talk to Lisa yesterday, and it was crazy because she had been on my mind the month of December. Her birthday was coming. She's a principal out in the school system out in Virginia, you know, married, you know, two boys. And she actually ordered from my company some uh, some, some some items. And for me, you know, we didn't, you know, and I sent her this note because I write hand handwritten letters to all my, my people for from my CBD company when you order from me. And it was crazy because it was like we got on the phone and we were like, no, no. Like, you know, the color purple And it was like no time had passed Nothing had happened We didn't talk about the past We didn't talk about anything But our kids, how you doing, our health, our parents Like, those are the things that we talked about And, you know, it was a a humbling moment Because in that moment you realize that As you get older, you know We don't really gain any new friends You know, we don't really gain any new lovers We're just really just going through life with the same love that we had and we try to love like we're 19, you know, and then things happen and then we're unable to love people that way because we were hurt, you know, and it really just shows you that it's not that time heals all wounds, but I think that time puts things into perspective where you can look and say, was that really worth fucking arguing over? You know, my girlfriends, you know, Kendra included, my girlfriends, they never slept with my boyfriend, we ain't never robbed each other, you know, none of that happened. So for me, it's like if those two things didn't happen, you ain't steal no money from me, you ain't slept with none of my boyfriends, you ain't, you know, did that, I think that we could probably just get past just about everything because as we get older, we losing people left and right. You know, my young and a restless boyfriend, Christoph St. John, age 52, not that much older than us, you know, passed away. And that's crazy to me because... You know, with all just, what, 50-something years old, and when you're in your 40s, that's around the corner. So I'm not saying that everybody needs to forgive and forget. I'm just saying we're not really promised very much time here, and we probably should start focus on, focusing on doing the things that make us happy. So if I meet somebody, it doesn't matter what your situation is. You could be homeless. You could be whatever. My first instinct is to try to love on you, not be in love with you, but love on you hugs and, you know, kisses and things like that. My first instinct isn't to take something from you or to ask you for something. So to have somebody lead with that, which he's a dude, so I understand, you know, that that's what you probably want to do in the back of your head. Going forward to the next broad, if she asks you what you're looking for, the better thing to say is, you know, not I want to fuck. No, no, no. Be a man. Say, you know what, I'm looking for something with no strings attached, whatever, whatever. Even though it sounds like some bullshit, it sounds better than asking a full-blown queen. Not by, my, but not by my own admission, but by what everyone else is saying. No one talks to me like that. No one. And I'm not going to continue conversations 
with anybody that would even just come out. My young boy knew not to just come out and ask me no shit like that. You know what he did? He rolled the shit out <laughs> for eight, nine months. We hung out. We spent time together until we decided that we really, really jonesed on each other. I didn't talk to him every day. If you just want to fuck somebody, you don't call them every day. That's just first things first, you know. You don't you don't be seen with them in public. You don't invite them to you. You don't do none of that. People that you just sleeping with, they stay in the house. So you could have never wanted that from me. You know, and I've been in situations where I tried to have that type of relationship a long time ago, and guess what? We ended up in a full-blown motherfucking relationship. So I was trying to save you from that and just let you go get your rocks off and go do what you do so you can get that physical need met so that you was able to just function properly. Because sometimes, you know, when you have not been touched in a long time, it does. It starts fucking with you. Right, angry as fuck, got a lot of aggression. You're not going to take that out on me. Oh, no, I'm good. Okay, you ain't the only 6'6 six, six cat out there. You ain't the only chocolate drop. You ain't the only motherfucker that's, that's doing what you're doing in your field. You're not, and you know that because I already told you. Okay, I'm not interested in, you know what I'm saying, just these short-term situations and we just going to have fun and then two years from now it's like you say some smart-ass shit to me and then get your feelings hurt. I was going to Vegas doing what I want to do. I have people in Vegas that I'm going out there to see. That's a fact. Everybody knows that. But you, because you're so focused on asking me inappropriate motherfucking questions. Never at no time did I ask you, could I have some money? Because you asked me for some pussies like me asking you for some money. Don't ask people that. And I, I feel a way because I feel like, you know, I'm just being myself, you know, and you took that as, you could ask me for some pussy. Like, are you fucking crazy? Like, and I really wish that you knew better, but you didn't. So now I'm turned off. I don't want to talk to you. I don't, you know, you're probably going to be angry for a minute, and then you might think that you want to call and apologize or whatever. Don't, because that's who you were in that moment, and I respect who you were in that moment. You're just not the person for me. So even though you're telling the truth, there's consequences when you come with the truth. And this consequence is just going to be just don't fucking call me no more. I don't call you anyway. You know, whatever the fuck happens to you just happens to you. I'm glad that I didn't drop no money on nothing for Valentine's Day or make no plans with you or whatever, whatever. But I bought you a card. I did buy you a card. It actually is funny. The card says, you're so sweet. Oh, it says, happy Valentine's Day. Nothing is sweeter than you. Because you are a sweet guy. But then you turned into, like he said, the grizzly bear. Okay. The bottom line is I just don't have time for that type of negativity, that type of negativity, and that type of, like, a grown man knowing that he shouldn't have said that. Like, that's some shit you say to motherfuckers, like, in the strip club. Like, if you see me in there tricking off some money and you just thought that I was with the shits or something. And I know I didn't do nothing for you to make you think that you could ask me for some pussy. Okay, so just going forward in your pimp game, don't ask bitches for pussy. Just tell them that you're only interested in non-attachment-like relationships, you getting out of a bad situation, um, tell them where you live, tell, you know what I'm saying, and then, and then let them decide what they want to do. Let them name their price and let them decide what they want to do. But I also was upset, you know, and I think in 2020 you could try again, in 2020, when you get your situation straight and when you done been out there and seen what's out there. It wasn't that I had so much confidence. It was just that I wasn't going to do you filthy like that. Because me touching you, that you was finna get dead filthy, you know, because I like, you know, physical stuff just as much as, as the next woman does. In fact, probably probably more. But I didn't want to do that to you because I really thought that you was better than that and you was a good dude and you was a nice guy. 
and you deserved to get out there and see what was out there. And then when you finish playing around, okay, I'm here, you know, and then and then we can resume just hanging out and chilling. But you fucked that up. I don't even want to be around you because, you know, the physicality is the forefront of what's going on in your mind. So I don't want it, you know. So unfortunately, you know, you got to go. And then when you grow the fuck up and you understand how to talk to women and maybe some women is going for that shit, I'm just not one of them. And I appreciate our time together and that's that. But, y'all, also I want to talk about, you know, the fact that it was freezing fucking cold last year or uh, last week and then a lot of stuff, actually delivery was a little bit late for our 716 CBD, but y'all kept me pumping with the home deliveries because y'all was like, well, she'll come outside and deliver. So right now I'm just in a place, you know, where I'm about my money right now, and if you're not contributing to my life, it's nothing I can do. And never, ever forget that silence costs money. Whenever motherfuckers is up here doing shit for free, be wary of that because they taking pictures of snapshots, FaceTimes, all that shit. Motherfucker, you finna be out here fucked up. Not me. Silence costs money, and I'm never going to be no quiet, sneaky broad that's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, you know, doing things for people, and I like seeing people come into their own, and I like seeing people be happy, and I thought that, you know, me and you hung out, we was happy, everything was cool, and you just fucked it up for everyone, including yourself. And, I, you know, I know maybe you don't care, maybe I don't care, maybe it's cool, but just don't fucking talk to me in the public. Um, don't speak. I don't want no text messages. I'm actually going to send you this text, and if you choose to listen to the whole show, it would be great because then I don't have to explain nothing to you. But, you know, going forward, be safe, wrap everything up that you're doing, and just try to, Understand that not all women is going for that shit. So, yeah, that's cool that you said that, you know, because you were being honest, but you waited 30 days to be fucking honest. And I told you from day one I'm not doing that. And I'm just proud of myself because I stuck to my guns and said that that was something I was never going to do, and I didn't. So, all right, y'all, I'm going to let you go with this song that I like. I know it's young people mumble rap, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I miss you, but I got no time for that deal. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I miss you, but I got no time for that. How could you wish you'd never play me? Had no time for that, damn. Play me, you my lady, got no time for that. How could you moving like you crazy? I ain't call you back, damn. Leave me alone. Leave all that shit in the dark, like, down Leave me alone 